We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now what John saw was, by revelation, he saw the kingdom of God, the literal kingdom, coming to the earth. In other words, God was moving heaven to earth. Now, if it was not God's will for it to be on earth the same as it is in heaven, then why is God going to move his throne down here on the new earth? Now, I realize it's going to be a renovated earth. It's going to be a purified earth, but it's still the earth. It's the new earth. So that's been God's will from the beginning. It was God's intention from the time that he put Adam in the garden for this earth to be a duplication of the spirit world that spawned it, which is heaven. And I'll tell you what, God's going to see that it turns out just exactly that way. Now, see, if it wasn't God's will for it to be that way, then it wouldn't end up that way. But the problem is that many people, and some of you have thought this way, well, now, if it's God's will, it'll just happen. No, it won't happen just because it's the will of God. See, that's the reason people are crippled in their prayer life many times, is because they think, well, now, if it's God's will for me to be healed, I'd be healed. And if it's God's will for me to have abundance, then God would just pour the blessings on me, and I'd just be financially blessed. No, no, not necessarily so. No more than all the sinners are going to be saved just because Jesus died for the sinner. Now, ask yourself this question. Is it God's will for all to be saved? Certainly it is. The Bible says it's not God's will that any should perish. Well, now, let me ask you another question. Are there any that are perishing? Certainly they are. Then you see, it's not going to happen just because it's the will of God. There's people perishing every day. There's people dying going to hell. It's not God's will for it to happen, but they're going there. The place of their own choosing, their own choice. God will allow you to enter into the amount of provision that he's provided for you, whatever you decide to do. See, every sinner that has died and gone to hell could have gone to heaven, but they didn't. It was God's will for them to go to heaven, but they didn't go. It is God's will for you to have abundance in this earth. It's God's will for it to be on earth the same as it is in heaven, but it's not that way right now. But Jesus told his disciples to pray that it get that way. <laughs> That's the thing I want to bear hard on because it'll help you. It'll answer many of your questions. It'll get you in a position where you can believe God for some things because if you think it's God's will for you to always be poor and always on barely get along street and never have enough to pay your bills, then that's probably where you're going to stay because, you see, you're going to have to have God's word for it to get the faith to get out of that situation that you're in. Now, the will of the covenant. That's what I want to talk about. What is the will of God? What is the will for the new covenant? God's will for the new covenant is that in that day you shall ask me nothing. But whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Now, if you're praying to Jesus, then I can't find that you're praying scripturally. Now, I don't mean that you won't get any prayers answered. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. Now, you can do it the way you want to. You can go ahead and pray. You can pray to Job if you want to. But it's probably not going to work. <laughs> and you can pray to Mary. You can pray to anybody you want to. But unless you pray the way the Bible says to pray, then you're going to be unscriptural in your prayer. 
Now, if it's working for you, then well, I'll just do whatever you want to do about it. But I think I'd rather be scriptural. So the will of the kingdom is that the will of God be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now, you hear people saying all the time, and I've heard people sing this song, if you want joy, you must jump for it. Well, I like to be scriptural in what I sing, and I don't know. Sometimes I think people think that I'm a little too picky about it. But you see, Jesus said in the 16th chapter, if you want joy, you ask for it. He said, these things that I have spoken unto you, that your joy may be full. That your joy may be full. He didn't say you had to jump for it. You may jump because of it, but you don't have to jump for it. He said, ask for it. <laughs> Faith makes prayer work. Now, let's talk about this for a minute. Prayer does not make faith work, but faith makes prayer work. Praying without faith is religious ritual. Prayer gets its power from faith, and faith works by love. Now, I'll say that again. Prayer gets its power from faith or through faith, and faith works by love. Somehow, down through the years, we've gotten the idea that prayer makes faith work. But that's not true. It is faith that makes prayer work. The prayer of faith shall save the sick. Well, if the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise them up. Makes you wonder what the prayer of doubt will do to the sick. <laughs> I'll let you be the judge of that. I want to mention this again. We've already talked about it, but let's mention it again. Prayer does not change God. Prayer changes things. Prayer changes you. Prayer can change individuals. Prayer can pull down the principalities, the powers, and the rulers of the darkness. But prayer does not change God. Malachi 3.6 says, God says, I am the Lord and I change not. Prayer is not going to change that. It is the things that prayer changes. Thank God. Prayer changes things. Now let's notice something that Jesus said. We started in the ninth verse of the sixth chapter of Matthew. And uh, I don't know, sometimes I read the Bible backwards. Let's back up to the seventh verse. And listen to what Jesus said. When you pray, use not vain repetition as the heathen do, for they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be ye not therefore like unto them, for your heavenly Father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him. Now, don't pray just to be praying, in other words. Don't use vain repetition. Now, you've heard people say it. I've heard people preach it. Well, you just keep praying. Keep praying the same prayer. Just keep praying, brother. Eventually, you'll talk God into it. Well, no prayer has ever changed God's mind. It changes things. It changes situation. And what we need to realize is that God has a governor, and it's His Word. The Word of God governs what we can believe for. And prayer is to petition God to bring heavenly intervention in our behalf. When we do that, we can walk in the light of what He says we can have. Now let's talk about vain repetition. What is vain repetition? Just keep praying something that you've prayed, a petition of prayer. Now remember, we're talking about primarily petition of prayer. Something you prayed about. If I pray this morning and say, Lord, I have this need. I believe that I receive my need met. According to your word, I believe when I pray, I receive. And if I get up in the morning 
and pray the same prayer, ask God to meet that need again, then I am in vain repetition. It's in vain to do that. Why? Because that's not a prayer of faith. Just repeating over and over and praying over and over the same prayer of petition is not scriptural. Now, don't say that I said you can only pray one time about anything because when it comes to the prayer of intercession, to the prayer of thanksgiving and praise, certainly you can pray more than once. Now, there's people that'll say, well, now, Brother Caps, you know, you, one lady said this, said, Brother Caps, you just confused me in the things that you taught concerning prayer. Well, all I was teaching is what the Bible said about it. And I was teaching from this verse of Scripture right here where he said, don't use vain repetition. Well, now, this lady said, Brother Caps, your teaching just confuses me. It just puts down everything I've ever heard about prayer. I said, well, sister, this is what the Bible said. Well, I know it, but here's the way I believe it, she said. Well, she continued to say, well, your teaching just confused me. I said, no, sister, you was confused when you came here. It's the light of the teaching of the Word of God that showed up your error because she was in error in the things that she believed. It didn't agree with the Word of God. Well, she said, but here's the way I believe it. I said, yes, but here's what the Word says. <laughs> so you see, some people are not willing to give up their own preconceived ideas regardless of what Jesus said. And Jesus said, don't use vain repetition. Now, it's vain for you to spend weeks and months praying the same prayer. If God's not going to answer the prayer of faith the first time you pray it, I mean, if you pray something, and you prayed in faith, if God doesn't answer it, then you got problems. <laughs> because he said, Ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. Matthew records something that Jesus said that just puts it a little stronger, and that was, he said, All things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. See, the Amplified Bible, where Jesus said, Ask and you shall receive, seek, and you shall find, knock, and it shall be open unto you. In the Amplified, I think that's the 11th chapter of Luke, states it this way, ask, and then it has in parentheses or something that says that it's added by the translator, but most people don't know, or a little footnote says added by the translator. Most people don't know that, so they take that to be what Jesus said. But the Amplified says, ask and keep on asking. Well, now, you see, if that were really true, then it violates everything that Jesus taught about prayer. Now, you just studied. You just go to the Bible, study everything Jesus taught about prayer, and see if he said to pray and keep on praying about the same thing. If you will go by God's rules, you'll get the results God said you could have. But vain repetition is not one of them. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, our CD offer all this week is CD offer number 7316. It's entitled, Faith, the Law of the New Covenant. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, total of $27. This series will give you insight into how the law of faith quickens you makes grace available to you. You know the only way that you can enter into the grace of God is through faith. You can't get there any other way. Faith, the law of the new covenant. In Romans, the third chapter, Paul says, quoting an Old Testament scripture, he says, there's none righteous, no, not one. 
Then in verse 19, he says, Now we know what things soever the law saith, it saith to them that are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world may become guilty before God. So he's saying, God said this under the old covenant. There was none righteous, no, not one. But Paul said, just a few verses down then, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all them that believe, for there is no difference. So there is some righteous. You know, sometimes people say, Well, you know, the Bible says there's none righteous. No, it says that in the Old Testament. There is a statement in the Old Testament, but Paul gives new life to it here. And he goes on to say, We're being justified freely by the grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And the only way you can enter into the grace of God is through faith. You can't do it through works anymore. Then he goes on to say, Where is boasting then is excluded by what law of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Faith gives you access to to the grace of God. That's offer number 7316, Faith, the Law of the New Covenant. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, total of $27. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.